Hello and welcome to the End-Stage Renal Disease Treatment Choices Learning Collaborative, or ETCLC, podcast series. In these episodes, we'll hear from transplant, donation, and organ procurement organization professionals as they share their experiences, data-proven interventions, and lessons learned as we collectively strive toward our national aims for more kidneys transplanted and fewer kidneys discarded. And welcome back, Dr. Goldstein, and welcome back, Kevin, uh, as well. So I'm just honored to have Dr. Goldstein here today representing Hackensack University Medical Center, presenting on our pacing event. The purpose of the pacing event series is to showcase benchmark performance within the ETCLC community. And we will definitely see a demonstration of benchmark performance on today's call. Hackensack is one of the fastest growing kidney transplant centers in the U.S. with the highest growth in total transplants within ETCLC. As you listen to today's discussion, please listen to how Hackensack increased their capacity to offer the right kidney to the right patient at the right time. Listen to the opportunities that they took advantage of to improve organ acceptance and to reduce discards. Most importantly, please, please take all the lessons learned on today's call back to your transplant team and develop a plan. So we're we're leaving an action today to also increase your program's capacity. Thank you so very much, Sherry. And thank you for um, uh, pointing to the fact that they're going to get to see their performance data in a moment because they absolutely are. Um, And as Sherry mentioned, Hackensack is the, the fastest growing transplant center that's a part of our community. Uh, This is information that came directly from the progress tracker. Um, And basically what we did was we looked at the the progress tracker and we looked at their total uh, number of transplants. This was um, a year ago uh, for the previous uh, 12 months, they were 53 transplants within that year. And then within the last year, within the last 12 months, they've grown that program to 207 transplants. That's a significant increase within a 12 month period. And while when you look at these numbers, you know, the only thing that comes to my mind is how did they do that? You know, um, there had to be a lot of commitment, coordination, um, and some very specific things that were done within this organization, a commitment to grow their program. And when you look at this growth, my mind immediately goes to aim number one, that's a part of the ETCLC community to increase the number of deceased donor kidneys transplanted. They're definitely contributing to aim number one. And we're asking every transplant center that's a part of this program to really think of how can you increase your capacity and grow your program, something very similar to what happened here uh, with the Hackensack community. So we just wanted to show this data to you all, letting you all know we do look at this um, and Hackensack definitely rose to the top and we wanted to share their performance with you. The question is, in what ways can you increase the capacity of your transplant program? That's the question of the hour um, and be thinking about this question and then just, you know, listen to Dr. Goldstein and what are the things that you are going to steal shamelessly from Hackensack and go back and, uh, and implement that within your programs? Michael doesn't need a whole lot more introduction. He is, um, as Sherry mentioned, the director of uh, abdominal organ transplant at Hackensack. He's also the professor of surgery there. Um his, his background, he started his career in New York. He had a fellowship at um, Columbia, worked there, moved across town to Mount Sinai, and at the same time uh, was the medical director for the New York OPO uh, Live On 
um, back in that day. Um, went from New York down to Miami and worked at Jackson Memorial, which we've talked about, I think, in the past. Many of you have, have heard about Jackson Memorial and the incredible things that they uh, have accomplished down there. Um, and then in 2017, Michael moved up to Hackensack, which was a small um I don't boutique probably isn't the right word for it, but it was one of those 30, 40 kidney programs um, with a lot of potential. And, uh, you know, I've talked to Michael about this journey that he's been on um, and he's really focused on building a culture of transplant. I think during one of our calls, he said, you know, his team considers it a failure when they turn down a transplantable organ, um, which is really a very interesting paradigm. Um, what I'm hoping y'all will listen for today are the answers to some of those uh, questions, those issues that I've heard from oh, at programs across the country. We can't use marginal kidneys because we get too much DGF and we can't afford that. Or, you know, it stretches our resources too much uh, and, and we lose money on it. Or, um, you know, we don't have the ability to care for these patients post-transplant or we can't manage our wait list or whatever those uh, reasons are for not being able to utilize more kidneys. Um, I think Michael has found uh, some pretty good answers uh, and answers that translate well. So with uh, with that introduction, Michael, I'll turn it over to you. And uh, thank you so much for, for, for sharing your, your experience with us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ETCLC podcast series. We encourage you to steal shamelessly, as we say, any recommendations and best practices shared by the presenters and their organizations. We encourage you to listen to our other podcasts that help support and improve your transplant work. Also visit our LinkedIn page, ETCLC. Follow us on X, formerly Twitter, at ETCLC1, and check out our YouTube channel for more resources available at ESRD-ETCLC.